Hey, I'm Amanda Vernon. And I'm Father Matt Face, and this is We Should Pray. A podcast where we discuss how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. Today, we should all over the place. Ooh. Yeah, we talk about how uh, the different cultures in uh, America, <laughs> the, the Midwest especially, focuses <laughs> maybe on some, some shooting. Uh, we, we talk about how that applies to us, and um, Amanda sings a song that is... Uh, heartfelt and horribly (laughs) embarrassing but nice well said comedy tragedy vanity vanities we should pray we should pray Another day to sing and pray. Congratulations. Yep. <laughs> Guess what the title of this episode is? Of this particular episode. Yes. It's. I wrote it at the top of the page. Right, it's right there? You yeah. Know, you just guess by reading? Yeah, I just guess by reading. I'm, I'm good at I'm really good at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time for lunch. Is that what this is? No. No. <laughs> I thought I wrote that on there. We should pray. Yeah, that's the name of our podcast. And? And the name of this episode. Perfect. It's like when, when an artist has a self-titled album. You know, it's like this podcast has a self-titled <laughs> episode. Yeah. I wanted to focus on the should part. The, the we should. Yeah, right. we should. Okay, yeah. we should. Because like we, we grew should. up in Michigan. Oh, we definitely did. And that's the thing. Shooting on yourself. Oh, people shooting everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, <laughs> okay. Something All right, you so. should do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How did, I remember you described it to me mm-hmm. because we both moved out to the West Coast, different yeah. cities, yeah. but still in a very different cultural situation than the Midwest. So we had lots of like observations once we were at a distance yeah like both of us at the same time reflecting on these different pieces yeah of the midwest yeah and i remember how are you describing it like when people talk about what other people should do it's like just culturally yeah well generalizing generalizing yeah yeah, like so in the midwest right when people because people are always telling you what you should do yeah and it's it's coming from this um place not of like desiring to control you right like you should do this because this is what i want you to do but it's like no this this is the best thing to be doing (laughs) and like you want to be doing the best thing let me help you so this is the thing to do to lead to the best so let me tell you what yeah so like this is the way you should do it right if you want it to be the best or like the most (laughs) Uh, full or whole or yeah but this is not not just friends family oh no everything like your neighbors just somebody in the store yeah you pass them you should really you should really get those buy that thing that you're looking at because you know you should really use those coupons (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was just gonna bring up coupons (laughs) (laughs) yes or like when there's a sale your mom david she's like there's a sale on strawberries. You should get at some. The store. Oh yeah. You should get some. You should go across town to this <laughs> other store to go get them. 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, you don't want to lose money on this. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gaffigan that? joke. Oh, Jim Gaffigan, I'm like, I've heard I think this. He talks about driving by McDonald's. He's like, 99 cent burgers. I don't want to lose money. <laughs> yeah, you should get some, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, I, I think above all, you should be nice. That's like the message in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. And work hard. You should work hard. You I think nice. kindness and hard work. Same thing. Primary. <laughs> you should work hard. Kindly. Being kind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's a must, actually. You must. It's like another level. So kind. I would say that kindness and hard work are the, the highest cultural values in the Midwest, in my experience growing up there. And I really think that, like, this message of what you should do comes from that place yeah. of, like, yeah. I'm, I'm being kind to you by informing you. Yeah, exactly. something that I worked hard to learn. Yeah, like, it's, I am being generous to you yeah. by telling you what you should do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Then, versus... You should be thankful. The, <laughs> versus the West Coast. Are they different out there? The West Coast is the best coast, correct? False or true? Um, yes. <laughs> the, can be, the Northwest Coast? Yeah. It's the best coast. <laughs> okay, no, generally speaking. Yeah. Just East Coast versus West Coast. Which do you choose? Which is the best? Um, the fifth. <sighs> okay. Um, so, oh, but what did you teach me? The Midwest. Oh, the Midwest is the best West. The I mean, that's... West. I got some color problems. You can you can say that. Oh yeah. Priest problems. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag color problems. <laughs> there okay. we go. All right. Do you think that very sharp? Do you think that the Midwest? I said m- 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 Midwest. It's the remix. Is the best West because you grew up there? Well. Honest, like honestly, I mean, now that you've lived on the East no. Coast and on the West Coast. No, it's Coast. like objectively the best West. But obviously I say that because I grew up there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, you're you're really loyal, right? Um, I We I talked try about to be. the Lions, the Detroit Lions in our one of a previous episode. Yeah. But I recall you being like very just having like this loyal streak, this mm-hmm. loyal character even as kids mm-hmm. when we talk about like rockford well and also because i didn't think rockford was something to really brag about i guess at the time i do now of course i understand <laughs> but um you Hometowns, were just like you know? rockford is amazing i'm like you know you could just say you're from grand rapids now that we're going out of state like with this group that we were in we were all from the, like the diocese of grand rapids but you guys were like no specifically i'm from rockford like suburb Suburban yeah. Michigan. So, like, no, but I'm saying, were you taught that? <laughs> Did your parents like sit you down and be like, look, when someone asks where you're from, <laughs> you have to be specific. <laughs> no, no, that's not, uh, that was not everything, ever, ever a thing that I was explicitly instructed in. It just comes naturally to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure I clarified I would tell people I'm from Wyoming, but, <laughs> but then Wyoming, Michigan, but then they get confused yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So, of the state. Exactly. So since I, I always say Grand Rapids, where, where are you from? Grand Rapids. You do now? I do. Because outside of 
Michigan, the, Rockford. I'll be like, I'm from Rockford, Michigan. And they're like, oh, Rockford, Illinois? That's yeah. that's what I was trying to say to you when we were kids and we were going out of state. And I was trying to say, like, you could yeah. think bigger broadly. And you were like, Rockford. <laughs> Look, if, if you're critiquing you're my decisions your as a middle schooler. Okay, yeah. Then there's a lot more to critique. So we better keep moving. Yeah. Um, we should okay, move on. Okay. So, oh, do you remember? Um, okay. You told me then about some culture shock moving back from the East Coast when you were in Boston. How do you say Boston? Boston. No. Boston. Yes. Boston. Yeah, there we go. I'm losing <laughs> a bit. Boston? When I was in Boston. Yeah, you started saying that just naturally out yeah. there. Um, you were in Boston. <laughs> and then you, All right, come on. Sorry. <clears throat> and then you moved back to the Midwest recently, which is mm-hmm. now where you are living. Correct. Hey. Yeah. Congratulations. And because um, the best. West. It's the best West. And and like you were describing just a little bit of culture shock, even though it's weird to like go back to the place where you're from and have culture shock, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and I think what was what was even more um, shocking about that <laughs> was that I was surprised layers, by it. Layers yeah, of exactly, right? Shock. Like first you were shocked and then you were surprised that you were shocked. Yeah, I'm like and like I this <laughs> this shouldn't be surprising me. This is how I grew up. Like these are the things uh, I was used oh, to. Oh, exactly. Exactly. When you have to like question uh, what's happening yeah. and then you're like, "Wait, why don't I know this? I'm from here." Yeah, exactly. Do you have any examples of that? Oh, man. I'm thinking of one that You're you, thinking you, of one. Yeah, that feed you it to mentioned me then. to me. You said uh you were choosing a desk? Yes. In your office. Yeah. Do you remember this now? No. <laughs> I mean, I remember that I chose a desk. I remember no, but, nothing remarkable like, about it. You said that like people were like passing by your office and there were two desks that you could choose from within mm-hmm. like at the parish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people had an opinion, but it wasn't just an opinion like I think this one, but they were like this is what you should do. Oh, yes. So how does that go like for somebody who's not from the Midwest anymore? <laughs> or someone who's listening and hasn't had experience yeah. with this, how does that go? Well, like, why would they presume to tell you what you should do? Yeah. Again, kind of. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the way that goes, right? Like, I'm given these two options for desks, and they're both right there in, in a different room. So, both of them have to be moved, right? So, like, all things being equal in that regard. Um, but they were, they were different. Like, there was a metal one and a wooden one or whatever else. Um, and, yeah, so everyone who walked by recognized this. And, I like, I'm new, so I'm standing out, of course, right? I'm, here I am looking at two desks, so it's clear what's happening like <laughs> you i don't need like to put explain up a sign, anything like, advice needed yeah desk but like choosing in progress here i am as the new person looking at two desks in the foyer okay yeah. like clearly these are going to go to my office right <laughs> and everyone who then walks by wants to help me and, and be welcoming <laughs> and so they express that of course by telling me which desk i should choose <laughs> yeah right? which on the one hand is helpful because like some of them knew who a thing like or two about the desk? The history of the desk. Like, specifically? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this one has, like, a squeaky... <laughs> like, this one didn't work out for the last guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it was... it was, And this happens everywhere, but it was it was the kind where they're, like... Like, they're calling it the other person's desk. Oh, yeah, You yeah. know, like, who had it before? Like, oh, yeah, well, that's Dan's desk. <laughs> like, well, not anymore. Father Dan's been gone for, for a bit. But um, that's good to know. Um, uh, maybe I'll find his gum or something. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's so like some people had some insight right. about the different desks or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they, they all had um, opinions. Yeah. 
which they shared freely with me, um, unsolicited, <laughs> um, and uh, and very firm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so were there disagreements, or did, was it leaning towards one or the other? Or discrepancies, uh, you mean, like in their opinions? Yeah, like some said one and some said the other. No, they they pretty much all suggested <laughs> was that the a consensus? one. Uh, Is yeah. that the one you chose? It was. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> when I when I moved out west, when David and I and our children moved out to California. I've been there on tour before, but this is our first time living on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And it was it was culture shock like for I feel like for about a month I felt mentally exhausted. Kind of like I do when I if I go to Mexico and I'm only speaking Spanish at the at the end of like the day, mm-hmm. my <laughs> my brain is tired because like just Spanish, like a constant Spanish translating. Spanish being my second language. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm constantly translating. So I I feel more exhausted than I would typically. So you felt like when you moved out to California, you were translating. (laughs) I was translating. Yes. Well, I mean, Californians speak different. I was, yeah. I was like, what are they trying, like, what are they trying to communicate to me? I had a hard time with it in business, like dealing with people in business. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was very strange. Photographers and videographers. um, Because like the, like the language they were using or just the, like the, the way a conversation went. Does that make sense? Yeah, like the I didn't know what they what they meant by what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would be like, um, there was a videographer in particular, and we were looking for someone to to film these regular episodes we were gonna have with Amanda. You know about and, regular episodes. <laughs> Not like the mental breakdown kind, I mean, but irregular. Like the, okay. And <laughs> um and then, uh, oh, cool! I got us on split screen. Nice. So oh, then, hey. uh, nice so then, uh, I was like, oh, he was like, oh, I can, I can help, you know, film this for you. And I was trying to ask him about price, um, but then he said he was going to do it f- um, for free. Oh. Um, but then I realized I started learning how free is not a good thing. <laughs> I think California was really my lesson in that. And yeah. here's the thing: it wasn't because. That he wasn't good. He it wasn't like all this. Yeah, he was great. It wasn't like all this free work stinks. Um, actually, he was really good. But it turns out, like, but I had a different vision, and he was like only. Oh, in, yeah. He was only yes. into it if he could do the type of video that he wanted. He was like, I'll do this for free, so that way I can have my own artistic, <laughs> creative. Yeah. But then when he saw, like, he realized Real. we wanted a more yeah. maybe mundane, like regular episodes, not like, <laughs> like some just like big sitting there talking thing. to the camera. Yeah. yeah, then he was, oh, but then he didn't say no. So then he, <laughs> oh, so yeah. instead of being clear and being like, no, that's not what I want to do, he still showed up to help us, but then his work was really bad. We were shocked. <laughs> because, because he was just not into it. So right. he had us waste like a full day. He like didn't bring a light. Or, like he didn't bring the sound gear. Sabotage. And I'm like, what? Like you're a, the other video you did great. But like, he specifically oh, told so me that weird. he wasn't going to say no anymore that year it's like his thing he's like i just say yes now i say yes like he, he watched the movie yes man starring Jim Carrey, <laughs> I don't know. but i just do, took that to life. i really do took think that, that california culture for sure is a yes oh and the other thing we had first to learn, culture the other thing oh, we, we had to learn that before was like to to fight a little bit like they wanted you to fight so this oh, one photographer totally did a true. shoot we thought he just didn't do a good job and we're like look what do we do um, we might have paid a deposit. We might not have. Yeah. And we're like, well, how do we proceed? 
And he's like, well, I did what I said I was going to do. I'm like, yeah, but we paid money, but we got nothing for it. Like, do you see the issue there? And <laughs> but then I was like talking to Amanda about it. But then I, it was sort of, we realized like he wanted me to like come fight, come present my case, come argue. Negotiate. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm not usually one to do that. So, yeah. but right. then I learned like they, they kind of want you to. It's like, so. it's like if you're not standing up for yourself, you're asking people to walk all over you. Like, that's what you wanted. Um, yeah, that's not what you should do. <laughs> it's not how you should behave. I, oh, I remember specifically trying to connect with my colleagues. I was working at a parish out there and then touring mm-hmm. part time. And I would just kind of stop in their office and say something like, yeah, how, how how's it going? Is there anything you know, I can help with, because I was like being nice, like a person should be. Mm-hmm. And then they would look at me and be like, why? <laughs> what do you need? What do you want? What do you want? They're like, what do you, like, what do you want out of this? Yeah. And so. They have a nice conversation? Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to be nice. And they're just kind of staring at me like, why? why? <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. These people are some of my closest. Have become some of my closest friends from this community, and like I love them. And I and now I that I know how to express myself in that mm-hmm. culture. I get it, but I feel like we've talked about this. I don't want to. I don't repeat the story, but I kind of do. Um, yeah. Did I mention like how I learned to talk Californian? Have we talked about this on, on the on, the on podcast. this podcast? I don't think so. I know we've talked about it before. Yeah. But I How did you learn to talk Californian? Asking. Yeah, so I went down to Los Angeles mm-hmm. from the Bay Area where we were living at the time. I flew into Los Angeles mm-hmm. and I was supposed to sing at a parish that weekend, like sell albums, meet people, like I think speak at a youth group or something that night. Mm-hmm. But the the youth director who set up the event with me like wasn't responding once the date yeah. got closer. Like he just didn't respond to my text. And I'm like, well, it's on like. the calendar. I need to have an event this weekend, like feed the children fund, you know? And so I just flew down there and I remember thinking like, how can I get him to reply to me? Because I kept saying like, just want to make sure I'm on time for you guys. Yeah. And like... Um, you know, is there anything else that you need from me? Just nothing. And so then I thought, like, how would a Californian speak? <laughs> like, if I was really from California, what would, what I, would say? I say? And I was like, I think it has to start with myself. Like, I need to talk about mm. my own needs, what I want, what I see. Start from that. So I texted him. I'm like, and it felt like so rude. And I just was like typing it out on my phone, thinking, like, shaking my head, like, what am I doing? I'm like, I need to know when I need to arrive because I am feeling really stressed. I'm like, oh my goodness. And if you could respond quickly, that would help me to do what I need to do this weekend. And I hit send and I was like, oh no. Uh, Like 30 seconds later, boom. He's like, oh, hey, Amanda, this is exactly where you need to be. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) it works. It was just an unlock. Being rude worked. It was amazing. And so I realized, okay, like for me as a Midwesterner, I felt like that was rude, but for them, it wasn't rude. It was just culture. It was a way of explaining myself. Yeah, it was just honest, right? Yeah, it was yeah, like and direct. That's, and that's kind of how the position I took with the guy. Instead of saying like, like you know, the way you're doing business isn't good or the right. quality didn't match up. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Oh, instead, I was instead like, of look, comparing this work, you're like, this is I what was I like, need. Look, 
This is what look, I expect. I was like, look at for my situation. I'm like, I just paid money and I have nothing in return. <laughs> so And he worked with us. So what are we going to do about it? And then he was just like, well, you know, maybe we, we can, can do it. We can do another shoot. Like, I'll do you a deal. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then it worked out. Those pictures worked well for us. So, yes. Uh, do you... That's all I have to say about shooting on ourselves. I feel like there's more, which is like yeah. more tragic about like, you know, toxic expectations and stuff. But I just feel like laughing today. Yeah. So I'm going to keep going um, and talk about the first time that we said we should pray in real conversation. I mean, or we could just laugh about other stuff first. <laughs> so in Oregon, right? I, I, I realize that like Midwesterners say shit all the time because no one in Oregon said it. They don't even use that word. No. No, they don't. No. <clears throat> and it was because they just don't care. No. <laughs> I mean, kind of, right? It's it's, it's it's a sense of like, you do you. Yes, you do you. So I'm not going to tell you what you should yeah, do. Like, How would I even yeah, know? I, I, can't, I don't even know what I should do. I can't possibly know what you should be doing. Like you, you must be the one who knows those things about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think I've exhausted that. Okay. We can talk about the thing when, you wanted to say. When did we first say we should pray? And when I say we. Like together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe it was at breakfast. At breakfast. We've been talking about breakfast for a while now in these episodes. It was uh-huh. like it was a life-changing experience. Breakfast with a capital B. <laughs> at the breakfast. The breakfast. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so... <clears throat> we wrote this in our book. Absolutely. As we recalled it, specifically and mm-hmm. truthfully. Yeah. And uh, that was a <clears throat> definitive moment for us, like feeling really confused in our conversations at this crossroads. Yeah, really in our honest life, and open in a way that we had Choosing our direction mm-hmm. forever. Well. Yes. And then. Um, <laughs> I meant into, like the general setting. I'm setting the scene. Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, like, I'll allow that. Not like our talk decided things, but that we were at the phase of life in which we were making pivotal yes. Yes, 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 yes. decisions for our future and our vocations. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back on the same page. So then in the midst of like feeling a lot of confusion about that, we said, I think I said, we, we should, should pray. pray. And we did. And that made all the difference. Yeah, it definitely did. And so that is, I actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I have so much more to say about this. But what if, <laughs> sorry, what if we pray first? Like, what if we, we just pray now? Like right now, right now? Yeah. Does it have to be about like something specific? No. Okay. I told my friend recently about our podcast as mm-hmm. we've been working on it and she said um she's like i like that title granted she's from the midwest also but she's like that is something that we should do it's like a suggestion but it's also just a statement like that's something that we need to do i'm like yeah i wonder if people beyond the midwest <laughs> would agree but i i do think okay that we should pray okay should we pray? Oh, yeah. I don't know what the rest of the, what I was going to say about that. Because she was saying that sometimes we don't pray because we like think it needs to be this big, elaborate, mm. formal event to pray. 
And and I would add to that, like there are many times in my life, especially like as I was deepening my prayer life where I thought I had to like get myself together first before mm-hmm. I would pray. Like I can't go to adoration now because like I'm not ready. As in like Jesus yeah. needs me to like. Yeah, like I got all the stuff. I'm just not, I'm not in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't it, have time. Right. Like would it be hypocritical or something Ooh. to pray yeah. when I'm a sinner? Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Right. And so whether yeah. it's like that formality you know, desiring it that it be a certain way or like in a group setting. There's so many times mm-hmm. when I'll be in a group and we're all, we love the Lord and we love each other and we're, it's, it's time like to a, pray. And like people are like, uh, ah, no, like, ah, uh, you go ahead and pray. Yeah. You know, like it's going to be weird or Will something. Will you lead us in prayer? Oh, no, yeah, no, like, someone else can. I don't, right. I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. And so I try to that. like um, work with my kids on that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we work with them on like how to, you know, how to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have memorized prayers, which is awesome. Cause then if I'm like, Hey Mercedes, will you lead prayer? Like this morning, um, the morning they were filming this drove the kids to school and she's like in the name of the father and the son. One of them was also copying her, not like repeating after her in prayer, but also just like, like mocking. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to talk about that too. But <laughs> the good thing, the good thing is that like she has that prayer memorized. So she knows what to say. Yes. Right. But also the, that extemporaneous prayer, just like we'll just talk to talk to Jesus. Like mm-hmm. you're talking to me, talk to Jesus. So Sarah the other day, she I, I will hand her the crucifix now. Mm-hmm. It's like this light um <clears throat> wooden crucifix mm-hmm. and then it's painted with the image of Christ in. So she's holding it like in front Aww. of her face and she'll like kiss by Jesus's feet and kiss by his hands and she talks to Jesus as she's going to sleep and her conversation was like <laughs> Jesus Jesus, I love you so, so much, Jesus. Jesus, could you help me to not steal (laughs) (laughs) anything from the other girls? And could you help me to be so kind? Jesus, help me. And and she's like in her bed, right? By her like pillow and she's got her stuffed animals. She's like, Jesus, could you make these stuffed animals all come to life. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just staring at the cross. I'm like, how am I going to help her like, <laughs> like integrate this prayer experience with the rest of her spirituality? She's yeah. like, she's like waiting. And then she goes, actually, I would be really scared if these animals all came to life. She's like, actually, Jesus, <laughs> if you could please not have these animals come to life, all of them. Amen. I'm like, wow, that really worked out. That is <laughs> the most sincere prayer. <laughs> that's uh, that's perfect, right? I mean, yeah. how how could you be more sincere than that? We toys see everything. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, David, this is gonna be. I'm putting you on the spot because I love to. Yes. Let's flip over to David. Would you lead us in prayer today? Me? Yeah, this is exactly what we talked oh, about. Wow. And now I'm like, just like... I'll just go with the stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll try this. Thank Got you. the cross over. Oh, nice. Here. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, this time to be together and have uh, conversations um, 
bless our conversation, help it to lead us closer to God and lead others closer to you as well. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Have I ever mentioned that I love obligations? You have. <laughs> yes. You're supposed to sound surprised. Oh, oh, yeah. No, obligations. <laughs> what uh, What do you mean by it? Say more about that. Okay. I love, I love to know what... I'm expected to do what I what I what someone else believes I need to do, and then I can like decide whether I'm going to do those things or not. But at least I like, like I know have those expectations yeah, set. Yeah, it's like a boundary line. Like here's where you need to be, and then I'll decide whether I go over there or not. But like, like I don't see it as um, someone expects if, me to do something, so, or I so I, you must. Yeah, I'm obliged to. So therefore, like I absolutely will. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm obliged to, so I can choose the good. Like if it's especially. Yeah. Um, what I would call like valid obligations, like obligations in my marriage, obligations as a mom, obligations in the church, like the obligation to go to mass. Well, sometimes. I laugh because that hasn't been the thing for a while at the current filming of this episode. And I miss it. I miss miss the obligation because it's like, it's the thing that I want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that I know is good for me. And so when the church says, yeah, and you, you need to do that. I'm like, okay, then I don't have to, then I don't have to like barter with myself about it. Like, I know this would be good for me, but like, should I, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's a kind of should that I think is very um, valid and and helpful. Um, I would say like with David there, even like in our, in our communication, um, there are certain obligations like, if I call David, he's out of the house or something. I'm like, I need to hear from you now, or like it's an emergency. Like he need he needs to respond, and like the same for me mm-hmm. to him. Like mm-hmm. if he's like, even if if I was out on the road or you know working at the studio, and he's like, hey, we I need you to call me. Mm-hmm. Like that's my obligation to to call him. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a beautiful thing because like I want to, I want to respond. Yeah. Whereas somebody else could call me and say like I need you to call, and like maybe I will. But um, it doesn't have that level of obligation. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, this is a pretty big setup to say, uh, I think there's a priest privilege that you have, which excuses you from a lot of um, obligations. obligations. Yeah, that someone else might have. Well, I mean, yes. Being a priest also brings with it a, a fair number of yeah, obligations. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not discounting okay, okay. your other obligations. All right, good. I just, just to be clear. I'm just saying that So what as does this... Priest privilege remove uh, obligations. Oh, I'm thinking specifically of like what I call you. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can you call me back? And then I immediately respond every time. And then like you are not obliged to call me back. Right. Nor do you, nor do you. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, yeah. Uh, Yeah. My Californian friends, they didn't really like the word obligation. Like they were like, that sounds like you're doing it because you don't want to because there's no love in mm-hmm. that action. They're yeah. like, I, we want to do it because like we want to. I'm like, but what if you don't feel like doing the thing that you desire to do? Anyway, so that was the conversation too. Yeah, no, I mean, can we, if we can stay on that. Yeah. I, I love that sense of obligation um, because if it's if it's obligations we choose, 
then it absolutely is still done out of love, right? Like that we freely choose, yeah. to respond to, yeah. Like like when you, um, like freely gave your marriage vows, yes. Like you were choosing certain obligations, and like that's a part of that free choice, yeah. So like at that moment, you're like in the future when I don't want to do this. I'll remember that right now I do want to do this. Like when your emotions change. Yeah. But your will doesn't have to change. Yeah. Or your your choice doesn't have to change. Yeah. So it's kind of like you made the decision in advance. And then, see, Amanda has an issue with this, though, in, yeah. our, in our marriage. Because All right. I, for me, I look at it like I've committed to love her. I love her. and And then, so, but in her mind, she's like, choose i have to choose to love every day which i understand that every but i've i've kind of day. to make that it easier exhausting. on myself i've sort of i've set these other boundaries and walls in yeah i commit to this i commit to that therefore <laughs> my choices are limited i mean yeah i could change them yeah but, it's but like, what's he's like this you said you could change i know them. but like do i feed the kid you know it's like yeah. i'm not getting up and i'm not thinking like That's do thing. i feed the kid or do i not that, right? like, i do think Amanda that does. i absolutely do <laughs> but i'm that, like see, this is seems, a free choice that seems exhausting oh man they're like mom i need you i'm like right now i choose <laughs> i lay down my life nobody takes my life from me i'm <laughs> laying it lay down. down i choose to lay it down isn't that what Jesus did? Come yeah, on. I've got more of the systematic approach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, then, the good thing, so the outcomes are the same. The kids <laughs> do get fed both times, right? Well, yes. I'll ask Amanda about her. <laughs> yes, yes. But but like, I don't assume. I don't assume that I'm going to choose that. I mean, like, like because tomorrow's a new day. I don't know. That's what I want to say. I, 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 what I want to say is, I'm free. I'm free to choose. Yeah. And when I, <laughs> it's no, it's because it's because we're always free to choose. Because we're always free that to those choose. obligations are so important. Yeah. Because they remind us that though I am free to choose anything else, I want to choose this. Right. I. This is the way I want to live my life. The the, the choices and I've that I want to do. Decided to. Yes. In a time when I was thinking about it and praying about it, all these things. Right. So. It's it's helping. It's having that time of stability, moving into these other times of perhaps instability or whatever else too, right? Yes, I think it's just probably exhausting too to just like well, feel you, like you're newly choosing every day. But well, that's how I live my life. Okay, but, I'm an artist. But the commitment There's means constant... the commitment means something though. Yeah, it's not just like. I don't know. That's maybe, why I'm saying I love the obligation because it does same. mean something. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not like the same, it's not quite the same decision when you're choosing it again, when you've already made the commitment. Now yes. you, you could always go back on your commitment, but when you say to somebody, I promise that's different. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're then choosing to keep promising in the future because you made that official promise. I yeah. Say. yeah. 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 Cause even still like it's, it's, it's always connecting back to that. What prime promise or whatever it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in friendship, let's say you were going to be friends with someone forever. And um, and yet you have less obligations, say, than in religious life. That kind of vowed forever. Yes. Or my, my marriage. Um, yeah. But like, are there still some obligations in friendship? I don't really want you to answer that question. What I want to do. It sounds like a trap. Is talk about. Talk about, yeah. Talk about David. 
and you and me being friends. David, you have some documentation, right? Yes, I have something here. I was trying to make a point about your <laughs> priest privilege. Yeah. And how I appreciate it, and I think it's really funny, mm -hmm. like how we can be best friends, but then also like I text you, and you like just don't respond. Yeah. And I realize like you don't have to, and it's okay. Or also, on my birthday, your birthday, mm -hmm. Easter, 4th of July, like any holidays, for some reason, you don't talk to me. You never, you never talk to me on holidays. I mean, that seems... No, like, it's your birthday, and I text you or call you. Like, you don't answer. You Jerry, don't respond. Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. Wait, who's Jerry? It's, it's like Jerry, Jerry Springer, Springer show. We're, like, confronting you. <laughs> is this... Well, <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> okay, I got David on board with me for this one, because... Yeah, there was some whispering about some things. Yeah, off, yeah, That's off record. Yeah. Do you want me to set this up? Um, sure, yeah, David. Well, she already set it up, like, about other Matt not responding um, to texts on holidays and things. So on Christmas, Amanda <laughs> mentions that, um, she's like, yeah, Father Matt, like, I, I sent him a message, and uh, he, like, he never responds, and uh, I sent Merry Christmas. And then I was like, just for fun, I was like, I'm going to tell Father Matt Merry Christmas. I'm going to get him to say Merry Christmas. I bet he'll say Merry Christmas to me. So uh, so I sent him the text, and uh, and here's what he sent back. It says, Merry Christmas, David. Ah! <laughs> yeah! yeah! And I, I was like, I was like, yeah! I, so, then, so then right after this happened, I'm, I'm showing it for those on the podcast. I'm showing the snapshot of our text. I had a little Christmas tree in mind too. Oh, nice! And he said "Merry Christmas, David!" Exclamation mark. Yeah. See, that takes time. You got to hit so, like three buttons for that. I, so right after this happened, I know. I, I uh, Amanda's like, "We need to remember this or something." Yeah. And then I was like, um, "You know, we need to document this too." So <laughs> <laughs> our kids are all in it. Like, is he going to respond? So here's a little he video that I recorded. Dad. Yeah. Let's see if we can hear it. Let it be known. It's Christmas Day. And Father Matt responded to me saying Merry Christmas. I did not respond to Amanda. So I am the winner. <laughs> so I am the winner. I'm glad I could provide entertainment. <laughs> and hey, thanks for saying Merry Christmas. Well, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. I mean, I, I still meant it. It wasn't. It wasn't just uh, you know. Oh, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I know. I know you meant it. <clears throat> Uh, I wasn't just trying to use you for a Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Amanda. Thanks, You're welcome. Eddie. I mean, I did, the funny thing is, like, we talk most of the days. Yeah. And so that's why it's like funny to me. Like, we talk almost every day, or like communicate, mm -hmm. text or email or something, and then it's just like boom, drop out, which is funny. So also, also, I wrote a song about. Um, People who might disappear. Um, disappear. On I mean, that's the perfect way to say it. People who might disappear on occasion, like even if they're your really good friend, and they just they just need I don't they need some space. Yeah, sometimes you just need radio silence. Radio silence. What does that sound like? <laughs> 
Sounds and nice. So, <laughs> and so, but I, I, I laugh about it because I think it's funny. And I've learned to understand that that's, um, well, I wrote, I wrote it. So maybe we can listen to the song. And um, you could hear how I feel about it in the song. And you could tell me how you feel about the song. Okay. Okay. Are we going to talk about it's gonna be, nicknames? Um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the song is called Eduardo. Because it seems just like a good okay. general name <laughs> for someone who might just disappear. Because it's like <laughs> such a mysterious sounding name. Eduardo. Eduardo. Where'd you go? It's a good name. And also your middle name. My middle name is, is Eduardo. Yeah, Edward. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean just, same thing. It's not, it had like a little flair, like melodic flair to it. Yeah, to sing it in Spanish. For some reason, I don't know why I wrote the song in Spanish, but it just came out that way. And so <clears throat> I know that you speak Spanish, even though you pretend that you don't. Well, sometimes. well, look, I, I mean, sometimes I do. <laughs> sometimes Both you do pretend speak and speak it. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what's funny. What's your favorite phrase to say to people in Spanish? Uh, ¿Por qué no los dos? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say Which that a is lot, from actually. like a guacamole commercial, I think. <laughs> but I love that, yeah. What does it mean? Um, why not both? Well, why not the two, which I love. <laughs> why not the two? It's like, you know, like, which one should we do? Like, play the song or like, comment on the song? ¿Por qué no los dos? All right. Yeah. Here we go. Eddie, where are you? Right here. Where else would it be? I call you on the phone. Every day, pretty much. I leave you a voice message. You don't feel pressured to respond quickly. Oh, no, I feel the pressure. I, I know don't. it's nothing personal. And that's where the problem is. <laughs> I knew there was a problem. Eddie, where are you? I'm right here. Come on. <laughs> All right, there's a little bit more. Oh, it's, it repeats. <sighs> I wrote this song, um, and then I recorded it in a professional recording studio, and here we are. Yeah. I write you a letter, mm-hmm. and I send it in the mail. <clears throat> you know, the... Like with a stamp? Like the kind that flies in an airplane. You're never gonna send me anything similar. <clears throat> That's sadly That's true. That's where the problem is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I shared this song well. <clears throat> with a friend of mine <laughs> who speaks Spanish very fluently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to think I, I speak Spanish fluently as you well, do. but I learned it in in high school. So you know, some some of the words I might be using like the wrong tense or something. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I checked with my friend. I'm like, can you listen to this and tell me if the Spanish is correct? But this happens to be a friend who also has like Eduardo tendencies in the sense that she sometimes disappears as well. Yeah. And so she was listening to this. She's like, I feel. <laughs> I feel attacked personally. <laughs> I feel like this is my life. <laughs> and she's like, in fact, I wrote cards. <laughs> 14 <laughs> cards. At the start of the pandemic, to send to different priests I know, just to encourage them, like hang in there. Yeah, it's a difficult time. She's like, they're all still in my room because I just didn't have stamps. Yeah, I've I've been there. <laughs> Guess how many um, thank you cards I wrote for Christmas this year? How many? 
none. <laughs> and I, I want, if you got me a gift, I want you to know I'm thankful for it and I feel <laughs> horrible that I haven't sent you a thank you card. But also know You're I'm not, not gonna. Going to. <laughs> You're like, I'll get to it in the podcast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> For the gifts. Okay, <clears throat> so here's a real question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you like the song? Mm-mm-mm. Honest, honest answer. Honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> Is it because you know that I like I see you? No, it's like a really catchy tune. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I think um I think there's a difference between like the obligation that we sometimes put on ourselves, like I should write a thank you card mm-hmm. versus like the call in scripture that we should pray mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. What's what's the difference there in closing? I know we've been mostly just laughing this whole episode, but in case somebody else is feeling like, oh man, like I don't respond to calls or like, I, you know, like there are, because there are like those medium range sort of expectations, but those mm-hmm. don't, those aren't like binding and not necessarily the thing that we need to choose in that moment, depending on our situation or like say vocation. So um, could you speak to that? Like if somebody's like, I feel like, or maybe you could just tell me yeah. because a lot of times recently I put um, unrealistic expectations on yeah. myself, especially like at home now working from home and then my kids are here and David's mm-hmm. here. Sometimes you are here. Yeah. And I mean, regularly. And, um, and now we're making a recording studio in our house. And I feel like all of these things like I should do and should be great at. And like, I know some of that is like not true. Mm-hmm. Right. And yet it like piles. I allow, I sometimes allow it to pile on. I was, I mean, yeah, I'm from the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I think, I think with, with some of that, right. Like should in, in that regard is, is a moral term. Like if you don't, then it's bad. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's what the should implies. Like, not doing it would be an actively bad thing. Yeah. Um, or doing, you know, right, but, like, that's that's kind of what's going on with the, with the should. So, so if it's something that we do acknowledge, like, no, I want to be doing this thing. Mm-hmm. I've, like, vowed or promised to do this thing because, like, it's going to be good for me and, and, like, healthy for me in these relationships that it forms mm-hmm. and sustains. Like, that's that's the vision I want for my life. Mm-hmm. Like that's really beautiful to be guided by those shoulds. Like, mm-hmm. So if you say if you if you exchange the word and say like I sh- I should do these things, but what you mean is like this is what I feel called to do. This is what I deeply desire to do. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, exactly. Like these are like should I do this? Do I? Um, is this the thing that's going to help me thrive or is this the thing that's going to deeply lead me, right? Is this what God's calling me to do, right? There you go. Those are, those are um, the type mm. of shoulds that are really clear. And, and when, we, when we can frame it like that, often then it's an obvious yes or no. Like, yeah. is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Mm-hmm. If it's a bad thing, well, don't, don't do the bad thing, yeah. right? And then that's not true, right? Like, just because I think it doesn't mean that yeah. <laughs> then it's true. Yeah. The the other piece then, and the, the um, like, the detrimental way that we should on ourselves um, is when we're like putting on these unrealistic expectations, yeah. as you said, right? Like, I should be better at this. Why? 
Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like you either are, but you are yeah. a level of good at a, at a task. And like right now, like, okay, maybe you should have practiced more, right? But like right now I should be better at this. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. That's yeah. what my dad always said. Like, well, well, you, you aren't though. Mm-hmm. So deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then move forward. Right. Or like, you know, I, oh, I, I should be whatever. <coughs> I should act in this specific way, right? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Um, well, are those just like expectations that you're putting on yourself or expectations that you think other people are putting on you Yeah. Um, to like fit into this specific mold or something like that? Mm. Like that's, that's a different question then. Is this how God's calling me to thrive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking how, how we can differentiate between what we should do or what we just think that we should do mm-hmm. um through prayer right and like um which is why i stand by the term we should pray because from there if if everything is a prayer in, in other words if if we're aware of god mm-hmm. and seeking to love him and know him and serve him and and then 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 I can know. I can know like what else I should do mm-hmm. from there or not. Yeah, exactly. Um David, I think we have a verse from first Thessalonians. I like saying that word. Thessalonians. That's a good one. Yeah. Pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians five verse sixteen. <sighs> yeah, so that's why uh that's why our show is is we should pray. We should pray. We should pray. Thank you so much to all the people who have told us what we should do. Especially like the people that we uh have given our authority to. Thank you to the <laughs> Congregation of Holy Cross, my religious order for uh allowing me to do this ministry and supporting me in it. And thank you to David. <laughs> and thank you no seriously. Thank you to David for editing this podcast, recording the podcast, making sure that I actually do the podcast where I'm like, why are you even doing this? <laughs> um, and I mean, like, I could say a lot of other thank yous about David. David also, in relation to this podcast, makes sure that my patron offering happens and yeah. running that I can communicate with my patrons so Amanda Vernon patrons they sponsor my music which in turn helps us with this podcast as well so to find out more to join and learn about the rewards visit amandavernon.com slash patron could you give us a blessing certainly may almighty God bless you the father the son and the holy spirit Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.